Welcome into the December 14th edition of After the Preds here on ClintonHero.com. I'm Zach James. John Gremlins will be joining us in just a mere moments, but let's take a look at the prep basketball scoreboard from Tuesday night. Starting off with the boys, Clinton defeating Pleasant Valley 49-46. Clinton broke a four-game losing streak on the Pleasant Valley Spartans and Clinton won for just the second time in the last 13 tries. Comanche defeated Wilton 94-29. Dakota Sankson with 24 points. Luke Eppen scored 19 points for Northeast in a 74-21 win over West Liberty. Prince of Peace defeated Morningstar 83-34. Durant beat Bellevue 70-44. Central DeWick got the first win of the season over Western Dubuque 59-56. West Delaware beat up on McCoker 73-34. Calumet's Wheatland over Albernet 63-41, and Morrison with a two-point loss to Sherrard, 46-44. On the girls' side, the River Queens lost to PV, 55-22. Western Dubuque clobbered Central DeWitt, 53-20. Western Dubuque started out the game on a 22-0 run. Comanche over Wilton, 56-43. Northeast over West Liberty, 63-25. Bellevue defeated Durant, 53-34. In the Polo Tournament, Prophet Sound beat Polo 45-30, and Warren beat West Hill 65-45, and Calumet Sweetland Grills lost to Albernet 46-42. John, as we bring you in here, Clinton boys getting a rare win against a very good Pleasant Valley boys basketball program. Yeah, now Pleasant Valley obviously down a little bit from last year when they went to state, uh, lost some really talented uh, players and some some big players too, but you know, the Pleasant Valley just does seem to have Clinton's numbers. Even in the years where Clinton was pretty good, they just always have had trouble against Pleasant Valley. They haven't matched up well, so to get a win tonight's big. And uh, you know, it also gives them two wins in a row after a couple tough losses to start the season. And you got to believe that uh, with us with a tough one coming up Friday against uh, North Scott, that uh, this has to really helped the confidence level. And PV almost got Clinton's number late. Their press break, Clinton could just had problems with PV's length in the three-quarter court press, so that's something that the River Kings certainly need to work on as they get deeper into the max schedule. River Queens didn't figure out too well on Tuesday night, but uh, what did you notice from the girls' slate of games? Well, again, the Pleasant Valley girls are supposed to be right up there in the conference this year. Uh, Jennifer Getz has uh, been a, you know, she's won a state title at Assumption as a coach. Always has players ready, and Pleasant Valley's got some some good players there. Uh, so they're going to be a tough team, uh, you know. And uh, again, uh, Pleasant Valley got off to a good start, and you know, if you get in a hole, uh, even though the Clinton one of the one of the top things for Clinton this year has been three-point shooting you get in a hole and and those three-point shots are just even tougher because then you start forcing them up so you, you just can't really get behind like that also from a prep wrestling standpoint Fulton defeated Northeast on Tuesday night as well what did you notice from seeing the stats that uh, the coaches sent in from that duel uh, again a lot of forfeits uh, uh, four pins for Fulton so their guys who won all got bonus points uh, you know, but but Northeast is a team that uh, is is making some improvement. They've had a couple rough years here, and uh, 
you know, it looks like they've they're starting to put some things together. That uh, you know, they they finished I think ninth on Saturday at a twelve team tournament. So you know, that was a kind of an encouraging sign, and and they just got to keep those kids. Uh, confidence building and and they should be turning the corner i think another local story that came out in the last couple of days ago or so the illinois high school association came out with this new amended pitch count for baseball uh, it's basically gone from 115 to 105 this needed to be done well i mean you've, you've seen it done on a national basis and all states were required to do something uh illinois looks like they're a little bit more restrictive maybe than some other places. You know, I, 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 t- I, I've said this before, I think it's a good rule for both pitchers and for coaches that now, you know, a coach doesn't have to sit there and question himself, do I have this kid go out, he seems strong, you, a, a kid can't talk a coach into letting him go. It, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a case where the coach just looks and says, hey, you know, I'm at the end of the line for the kids, so we got to do something else. You know, and, and again, it, it 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 forces teams to develop more pitchers. Uh, you can't just ride one arm, and and you know, I think that's good for the game. I think it's good for the kids, and I think it's good for the coaches. And it probably also has some some legal ramifications because I'm sure that the day is going to come with the way America is so litigious that some parent is going to sue a coach, you know, saying, you know, coach, you ruined Junior's chances of being a million-dollar pro by blowing out his arm, whether that's true or not. And if you have restrictions, then, you know, they can, you know, now there's there's some defense in there that, hey, we're we're abiding by the rules set down by the state, and, you know, we're within those, and those are guidelines that, you know, so I think it's I think it's a good rule. It is a good rule, but I think it this will hurt the small school programs on both sides of the water. Those like Comanche, Prince of Peace, maybe an EP. Those teams, I think that that's this rule hurts them the most. Uh, yeah, my but it, it, you just have to develop some pitching, and uh, you know it is an equalizer too. But I think it's just good to to not even put that into play. You, you know, you got to develop some pitching. I, I just do not see a game where, where you can ride one pitcher. You know, Clinton saw that a couple of years ago. Now, this, the kid was probably well within the, the single-game guidelines. I don't remember what his pitch count was in the game, but they ran into uh, John Keller of Xavier uh, several years back when Clinton had a really good team, ran into him in their first playoff game, he was dominant, and uh, you know the next game when he couldn't pitch again, Xavier got beat pretty pretty quickly, and and you know, but it's a case that you know one pitcher in baseball can can really dominate things, and you know now you're going to have to to uh, have a little bit more of, of a pitching staff. And you know how the DeWitt Assumption playoff game this year would have been different had the new pitch count had been different between uh, the Knights and the Sabres, but that was a fantastic baseball game as well. Staying in the baseball realm of things as you're listening to After the Press here on ClintonHill.com, I'm Zach James. He's John Grimmels. Is Major League Baseball came out with uh, some new hazing rules. Rookies are not no longer uh, allowed or required, however you want to perceive that, to uh, dress up as a female pop culture characters. I read what Houston Streets had to say about this, and 
I understand where he's coming from. It's it's all fun and games. It's, it kind of lightens up the mood in the middle of a 162-game season. I understand that. But I understand why the league had to do this as well. Yeah, I do too. And, I, you know, I, I think uh, you can attest to the fact that uh, I'm not against nonsense, but uh, I've always thought that I never really understood what the big deal about having these hazing things was. And, you know, I don't think they probably don't hurt anybody, but do you really need them? You know, the Houston Street says, yeah, it's a good team building thing. Maybe it is. I've never been, uh, you know, never fortunate enough to play in the major leagues. Uh, so, you know, I don't neither have I. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do have a point, but, uh, you know, it, it is kind of demeaning. Uh, you know, it, it people can read it as saying, uh, as being demeaning toward women that you know that we we tr- treat women different, you know, and and uh, so so there are some concerns, and you know maybe it's maybe it is part of the PC culture we live in, but I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's a bad ruling. It's not. It's not, and and we'll see if baseball players become more creative with team bonding things, or hell, it, it may just still be the same with making rookies going to get cups of coffee. I'm Zach James. He is John Gremmels. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you again later this week.